All right. Uh, thank you again for coming back, guys. It's another uh, episode of the River Talk. Today we have a good friend of mine, uh, Stephen. Uh, he's a fellow teacher. Um, so I took the time to come and talk to us today. We want to just kind of dig deep and see what's going on in the educational field, how remote learning is beneficial for them, and how it's not, and how remote learning is beneficial for the students, or maybe it's not. So can you just tell us a little about yourself, Stephen, before we uh, get, get into the talk? Yeah, uh, I'm a teacher in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I uh, want to let you know that any information that I share is like my own beliefs, opinions. I can't speak for myself or my school or any other educators, just to make that clear. All right, cool. Yeah. How has it been working remote? I think at the very beginning... I was like, oh, this is going to be some sort of a vacation. I get to work from home, which is great. Um, but very quickly, I realized that the situation was one that was going to be here for a while. Uh, it was hard finding a routine being at home working remotely. I think this is something that, you know, we've never experienced in our lifetime. Right, right, I think people go back to like 1918 as the last time that there was something similar to this. Um, and we haven't had to worry about that in over 100 years. And now you're at home, you wake up and you got to log into, what are you using, Zoom? You log into Zoom. Now, how, run me through your day. How does that day-to-day routine kind of go, how does it work? Uh, in the beginning of quarantine, I was working from my bed. Uh, <laughs> I was being really lazy. And then I realized, like, this isn't effective. I didn't feel like I was awake. I felt right. like this is the same place that I sleep in, same place that I watch TV and play video games on. Right. Um, so I decided to start working from the living room. Uh, making sure that I wake up early enough to make breakfast, shower, comb my hair so kids see me that I look wide awake right, right, on right. Zoom. Right. Um, don't look like I just, you know, have bedhead. Right, right. Um, and I think that's been getting me into a good routine in the mornings. I've been meeting with my students daily for an hour. Okay. Um, my school doesn't require that. It doesn't require No, they require us to meet at least once, at least once a week for, li- right. for live teaching. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it every day because it's nice for kids to have some sense of like normalcy, some sense of structure in their lives. Um, and kids are kids. They're going to complain about it. We meet at 930 right. um, up until like 1030, 1045. Okay. They complain, but they still show up. I have 22 out of 26 kids showing up every day. Every day. My co-teacher does a really great job like planning lessons, keeping kids engaged um, it's nice having two adults in the Zoom class because one of them can like manage behaviors and the other one can like really help run the show. Um, and just having another adult there, you know, makes it easier instead of like uh, having kids like drawing things on Zoom or, you know, you know kids are going to be kids. They're going to find the gray areas and like the little loopholes. Right, right. So like you have one. So you, you don't have to, but you do an hour a day with them. But like how how does everything else work? homeworks and, and tests and stuff so like that. initially we were doing, we were reading The Giver. Okay. So we started off on, I guess maybe four weeks ago, reading The Giver. We were on chapter one. We read it together. And their homework was to read chapters two and three and answer like one question. Then Tuesday, we start on chapter four. We read as much of it as we can. And then their homework would be like, hey, if we didn't finish chapter four and five, you got to read that. So what are you doing on Tuesday? When you guys are not reading together, you guys are reading separately, and then you meet and you can discuss. We initially start reading together. Really? So there, there's okay. certain chapters that we that we read together. Zoom has a, like a share your own screen. So if we have a PDF version of the book, 
Um, we can read it together and then I can call on a couple of, I can like cold call on kids um, to make sure that they're there. They're participating. Um, for the most part, kids are like wide awake. They're following along. It's tough whenever some internet is lagging or some kids like, hey, my camera's not working. Right. Um, so you got to get creative because then everyone's going to be like, my camera's not working. So, right. I, so I have to say like, hey, that's fine. Type your answer here on the chat. Mm. Um, or, you know, some kids like, you know, they're not the adult. They can wake up five minutes before class and they'd be like, hey, uh, I don't want to show my camera today. I have bedhead. Okay, cool. So you're going to turn your camera on and show me the work that you do and then turn it right back off. Um, okay. So there's there's ways that you can hold kids accountable. Also encouraging them if they have their cameras on at the very end of the week, I'll give them eight bonus points. Okay. Um, so kids like, hey, if, if I can see them, their eyes moving, following along while we're reading, it's very easy for me to see instead of like, you know, having a kid turn their turn their camera off, walk away for an hour, pretend that they had bad internet, come back and be like, oh, I participated. Right. Um, so there's a couple of ways that we're holding them accountable through their homework, through their class participation, through having their camera on, um, just because it's nice seeing your classmates, right? These are kids haven't been able to see their best friends right. in over a month. Right, right, right. Like, so has, has grading changed? Like the grading process of, of school for you guys? Like, how are you grading these kids now? Are you giving more homework, less homework? And we're testing. Like, how are you testing these kids? Are you still um, giving them tests to be part of like a certain like structure for grading? In the very beginning, it was frustrating. Um, there was no way, I guess, to penalize kids if they weren't doing work because who's to say that right. who has internet access, who doesn't, who has a laptop, who doesn't. So I was at school along with our IT guy very early on, checking with students, checking with families, who has a laptop, who doesn't, can you come at this time to pick one up? We just wanted to make sure that like everyone had technology available. And then for the first few weeks, first four weeks, actually, um, if students weren't showing up, we couldn't put zeros because then that would hurt their grade. We just have to put like missing or incomplete just so we like record and keep track of data letting us know who was attending who wasn't now we're saying showing up you're talking about to the zoom mm -hmm. uh, class. okay or doing work okay and to this day i still have one or two students who've turned in nothing moving forward because massachusetts already canceled school for the rest of the year and we're going to work up until june 20th or so um, we are now allowed to bring down grades if students aren't showing up. So there was this trial period where like, hey, everything you're doing is basically extra credit. But now it's like if you don't do work, there are going to be like ramifications. Right. And, and so for the, for the kids that are not showing up, are you, how is that communication with the parents? Is that there? Is it lagging? Some parents have to work. Mm -hmm. um, some parents, are they have to work and deal with the kids at home. And some parents, it's just not easy kind of they have to run their schedule and now they have to run their kids schedule on a 24-hour basis with school uh i think i don't think there's anything special that i've done i think i've just had a group of students who for the most part really enjoy learning enjoy having enjoy how like having each other's company parents uh they can get a text message from me they can get a phone call but you know it's scary going out you have to like start wearing masks you have all these other things to deal with you're if a parent and you're an essential worker and you're going out you're exposing yourself every day that's stressful um, and then to have an adult constantly bombarding you with like, hey, your kid didn't show up to class today. You know, th there's bigger issues, right? I think right. The, the mental health and emotional well-being of our students are way more important than did you read this one chapter and do this right. one assignment. Interesting. What steps are you taking to keep to keep the kids engaged? I know I'm sure being behind a computer um, for a student can, can for a certain amount of hours can can drain them. They can lose lose that interest like how what steps are you taking or in general like what steps have you seen other teachers doing to keep to keep the students engaged of uh wanting to learn and 
And has really remote learning been easy for them to transition to? I think remote learning has been more of continuing to work on the skills that students already have. I wouldn't say I've necessarily been teaching them new skills. I think we've just been going over habits that they already have. We've built a routine of where we see each other daily, right? Monday through Friday, see them every single day. It's just about an hour or so. And I think it's hard when kids know like, oh, we're just going to read this, then read for homework. It gets boring. So recently we've been doing like a couple of like live debates. Okay. Um, we've we've also um, changed the way that we do things on Zoom. So I'll ask a question. I'll say like, you're going to answer on the group chat. And when I count down, you're going to hit enter. So then we can all post our answers. And that's one way for me to see like who's actually doing work. One way for me to hold them accountable. And it's just different. Students are normally like in class, students will respond to one another. Right. Um, and build off and like that's what makes like class fun keeps keeps them engaged but with zoom it seems like it's like one of the only platforms that we have it's very i guess teacher teacher focused i ask a question they answer and then it comes back to me instead of students being able to respond to one another because if every student was to respond then i would have to mute them on it right. just gets really chaotic you, are, you, are you muting students while you're going through a discussion or is it because like I've, I've heard that like, a lot of teachers throughout the whole class um, teachers, uh, the students are muted for the, uh, for, for the most part, right? Yeah, for the most part, students are muted because uh, some of our students are big brothers, big sisters, and they have to like take care of their siblings and their right. siblings Background come. noise. Yeah. And they have to like very quickly leave and like go change a diaper or something, you know? Right. So for the most part, our students are muted. Zoom does allow a cool feature where it can say like raise your hand or lower your hand. Um, for students that have the camera off, that's another way for me to keep them engaged and know that they're doing work. There's also like an agree and disagree button um, whenever I post a question. Uh, wow, yeah, Zoom is really adapted to, really came along and adapted to like the, the online learning. There's been uh, a couple of places that have banned it because of their lack of security mm. um, and like inappropriate images being posted by people that have nothing better to do and like interrupting kids learning. You, really, hackers are jumping into the, to the yeah, sessions. Yeah, hackers and, and inappropriate porn coming Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so what our school does is we have like a Zoom waiting room. Right. And kids put their first and last name. That way I can let them in one by one. Okay. Um, and very, now, now the, the Zoom, um, is, that, is that a Zoom feature? Is that something you guys add? No, it's a, Zoom, it's a Zoom feature. Okay. So you like if you're a teacher out there and you're thinking of using Zoom, very quickly go over like what are the safety procedures in the settings right just to make sure that like you know you don't get bombarded with right, right. have you had that or no no lucky, we haven't i've had that. i've had students try to use um different names um like mr bob or something trying right. to be funny which is like what kids do did not let them go through uh i didn't let them go through I oh, could, I you, could, you're the I, admin yeah, essentially and i okay. could i could chat with them and it says like chat and it says everyone's name on a drop down menu and I'll say, you know, eat, uh, chat with person in the waiting room. And I say, Hey, I'll let you come into this class when you give me your first and last name. Huh. And then they change it. Or they like, Hey, I don't know how to change it, but this is so-and-so. So I could change it for them and then let them in. Right. How, 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 how hard has it been for students to like understand assignments remote? I think we've done a good job of using Google classroom as well. Um, and using Google Docs to write assignments. So they, they've been doing that all year. And it's easy for them to contact you for information. Yeah, they, they have my email. Some students have my cell phone number, especially in this age. I think when we were students 20 years ago, you would never 
call a teacher, right? right. Um, but now in this age, it's so much easier to send out a, like a quick text message, like, "Hey, are you awake? Make sure That's we're interesting. Hop, You're hop right. on class." You're right because the teacher would never give you his number. No. This becomes yeah, okay. But now it's expected. I'll be like, "Hey, I'll text the student. Hey, are you up? We're starting class in five minutes." Really? Yeah. Okay, it's amazing. You that engage. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's important for kids to realize that like school has always been a place that's safe. Right. Um, or at least for most kids, it should be a place that's safe. And with these uncertain times, why not try to make online school as safe as it can be? And right. Because some students do feel like that school is their safe haven mm-hmm. from home. Yeah, some kids come from schools like where they get food. School right. is like... I wonder how that's worked. Is your school providing some food for any of the students or has the or any outreach programs? Uh, my school has joined in with Cambridge and Boston to provide information online where adults and students can get free food. Okay. Because like I've heard of programs where some of the students that, that the way they ate breakfast at school, where breakfast was available, so they're still continuing that in certain places where they can still go eat breakfast at a certain place for like part of it to continue the, the routine that they had from school. Exactly. Interesting. So for so for your, for your students, all of them were able to ha- to get a laptop from the school. That is correct. That's grateful. So I'm sure some students, some place, some schools maybe weren't able to afford laptops, but maybe now nowadays the government probably funded for schools to be able to buy laptops for the students. I mean, I, that would be my hope that right. the government does do that, but I don't know. I think they also have like other priorities and other things in their agenda that they need to take care of during these Corona times. No, so for for some students, have you, have you ever had any students that don't have Wi-Fi at home? No, that has not been the case. I know there's been a couple cell phone companies. I think T-Mobile is one of them. They do hotspots. Hotspots, right? yeah. 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 Um, which has been great. Uh, and the hard part has been explaining that to parents. But the hotspot. Yeah, because kids nowadays, they, they know a lot more about technology right, than, right. than we do. Right. Um, so explaining that to parents, we're like, oh, my child says that this isn't working. Be like, oh, have, and then explaining it to parents, like, you go this, drop this. Like drop down menu, click right. on this. Huh. Uh, if that's not working, refresh it. Try it, do the exact same process again. I promise you, it'll work. You know what? When that, when when T-Mobile and Sprint, all these companies are talking about the hotspot, I was actually very disappointed. Like, what am I gonna do a hotspot? I have Wi-Fi at home. Thank you for nothing. I appreciate. It. Give me a discount on my bill. But now you're telling me sharing this to light for some students that probably want to want to continue learning and then we'll have Wi-Fi at home. Bomb hotspot get you going. So you know what? Thank you, T-Mobile. Thank you, Sprint, for providing that. I guess I didn't. I didn't need it, but I guess I didn't, didn't really open my mind to like uh, maybe it would be useful to other people. Yeah, my school had done a survey asking students whether they had a smartphone, a tablet, or a laptop at home. Mm. Um, Zoom you can also use through your phone, and the hard part there is it's hard for you to have the camera on on yourself and then like if I'm sharing the screen, you have to like flip your camera like it automatically takes control and then we'll show you what I'm showing. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom's been really, I, I guess for the way that I've been using it, it's been re- a really good feature to have. Like, I, yeah, I've, I've heard Zoom everywhere. Like I feel like everybody's using Zoom for, for not even just school, work, and conferences, people, friends. In an hour, I have a Zoom call with my fellow teachers and it's going to be like 75 of us on Zoom. 75? Schools have been provided free Zoom access. Zoom is... I think only supposed to be 40 minutes long if you don't pay for the account. Hmm. But for schools, it's been unlimited. That way we can hold an hour-long class or two hours. Um, Recently, we finished reading The Giver. What? And kids were 
you know, not too happy with the way the book ended because it ended kind of like on a cliffhanger. So we decided to watch the movie as like a fun no, class, as a fun class party. You guys watch so, the movie through Zoom. So we woke up early at like 9.30 the way we normally meet. Um, this was during their April break, actually. So right. when kids didn't have to come to, to class, to class right. they still showed up. Um, everyone was eating their bowl of cereal. And I was like, hey, we're going to enjoy this movie. We're going to watch it. And then we're going to discuss. Now, hold on. What did you put the movie on? For like, how, would you, would you get, run me down through this. That the, was, how the did you movie, do this? The movie is The Giver is available on Amazon Prime. Okay. So, so you just, bought, you just married the your, your screen? Yep. That's cool, man. And then kids were quiet the entire time. Mics were off. Mics were muted and kids knew it. Um, I allowed the chat to be open in case anyone wanted to like comment their reactions. That's but, like, cool. That's couple, engagement. Yeah, a couple that's of kids crazy. said something like, oh, that's very different than the book. Um, and then we just sp- spoke about it at the end. That's amazing. I like that. I like that. So, you know, going, going back, see, okay, I, want, I have a question. So, a lot. how about the eighth grade students, right? What's going on with them? Because you, you, you work at a charter school, right? Mm-hmm. And then charter schools go all the way to... Some schools go up to 8th. Uh, others go up to 12th grade. 12th grade. So for, for the kids that are 8th graders going to high school, are they, are they being prepared for it? And especially the, the 12th graders going to college. I mean, that's the big that's the big I, issue, I feel like. How, 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 much, how much time are they getting? Are they getting to prepare... For, for college and how is SATs being planned? What's going on right now? SATs don't need to be taken. SATs have been postponed until further notice has been my understanding. Uh, seniors are already being accepted into colleges. So like, you know, second semester seniors, that stress is kind of already over what they did a, a lot of their like planning um, and their application process like in November. Okay. Uh, juniors are the ones that I'm like currently worried about because they're really? the ones that are supposed to be taking their SATs. Right. They're the ones that the ones that are supposed to be practicing for it. And also their applications are due, I think, November of their senior year. Right. And I don't know if we're going back by then. Right. So I think the state's gonna have to come up with some sort of plan in case we don't go back. Um, eighth graders, I think they've been building on their skills ever since they were in kindergarten. Right. Um, and they have time when they're in high school. If, that's a tra- that's if an easy COVID transition. goes away, yeah. yeah. Um, schools are going to be flexible with them. I think the, the transition from high school to college, because I don't think colleges know what they're doing. Yeah, yet. I don't think so either. If that, they might not even be coming back fully. They might keep keeping it remote. Um, yeah, so if they're doing remote online classes, I guess our students would have practice with that which is great yeah yeah, yeah. um you know but there's something to be said about having a teacher face-to-face interaction i mean but i'm I'm sure college remote is gonna be a whole different world then yeah because there's so many avenues you gotta reach to there's so many people you gotta talk to just get things done and like the the revenue that is made from colleges i think is going to change because if i was a college student and i was forced to take a class online i would not want to pay what i would normally pay right 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 right. that makes sense that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like this, I feel like the seniors are gonna be have to have to deal with that the most. Because does, does your school go to to, to the twelfth grade? And that, how what's going on with them? I've had seniors send me positive text messages, like what colleges and universities that they're getting accepted into, which ones that they're making their choice to actually attend. There's still a lot of uncertainty with what's gonna happen with them. Hey, should I apply for housing? And if I don't, does that mean that remote learning is gonna happen? Because if you're going out of state. When do you when do you leave? What if that state has opened up and they're trying to run things normally, but Massachusetts hasn't? And what if they shut down? And then you have to try to come wow. back. I think people are going to wait until the last minute until like to decide what direction is our country going to go in because some states are opening up, others are not. Right, right. Um, you know, 
with all the false information going around and, you know, the president being who he is. And yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. What what couple of things do you feel like um, you can improve what's going on right now, like within uh, remote learning? Like, do you see that you can make better or what things do you see that are great that are working, that working just fine for you that you feel like this is an absolutely amazing tool? Like, like you said, like Zoom. I wish I could give assignments where students had to go out. Like go out I out think, of the house. Yeah, there's some, there's like safety precautions you can take when you go out. If you're by yourself or with your parent, you can put on a mask, you can walk around. Um, but I can't make that mandatory because some parents don't want their kids going out. I know some students that haven't left their house in 50 something days. Oh my God. Um, because they have family members that have some sort of autoimmune right, disorder. Right, of course, of um, course. You know, they're kids. Kids need to be outside. I lose my mind if I can't go outside and get a little bit of sun I go out at night and take a walk and there's kids that haven't been able to do that because their parents say no and you know you have to follow your parents instructions yeah my niece has been losing her mind and I had to go take her out we went to that um the gardens down here and we just took a scooter and we had just to release some energy yeah it's and it's it's scary like and if a teacher assigns that as like mandatory and the parent says no the parents couldn't win Right, because they they might be working all day and then be tired and then going and ex- exposing themselves again at right. night. Um, it doesn't seem fair. So I wish I could make some sort of outside activity. Right. Um, I wish our kids had space, like if they had backyards. Right. I think a lot of my kids don't have backyards. Right. City, um, city. Yeah, city, a lot yeah. of them live in projects and you know confined spaces. Right. Like, yeah, I think remote teaching looks different whether you're in a city or a suburb, whether you're from an affluent family. Mm. Um, did you adjust to it? Okay. You, I'm sure 100% like, I wish I wasn't doing it because you want that student-teacher mm-hmm. interaction. But how was your adjustment? It's uh, It was rough at first, but I think I'm still adjusting to it. I think one of the better parts of being a teacher is you get to build these really cool relationships with kids. You can make a couple of jokes here and there during the day. Mm. Um, you know, teachers have kids that they pick on and you build that special bond with kids. Right, um, right. And you can't do that through an email. You can't do that through like a chat. Um Maybe this is the future. This is the future. I I would say it's not. Yeah. I, I would I would think that that'd be a scary future. <laughs> this is a future I would not want to be a part of. I think, <laughs> I think that there there's something about a relationship with a face to face interaction with the teacher that's really special. Right. Because right. um, I still remember. I, I think everybody still remembers one or two of their teachers. Yeah, right. I think I can. I think I can name all of my teachers from really? like kindergarten up. I think you you build relationships with adults, and it's. You know, people are tired of being at home. People miss giving their friends a high five or a hug. There's something about being around others. Like we as humans are social creatures. Of course. Um, And I don't think in the future, like I think teaching is one of those careers where no matter how intelligent robots become, Mm. um, we're going to have to learn from other people. Right. Right, right, right. It's been that way. Even like with think of like philosophers. Right. Mm. I think teaching kind of stems from that Mm. and like gaining wisdom or experience from others. Of course, you have to experience things on your own, but. If there's someone kind of guiding you, why wouldn't you take that advice? Let me ask you a question. Since you're talking about connection, are students using Zoom to kind of hang out and talk to one of their off-school hours? Yes. Students initially were doing Google Hangouts Okay, cool. um, at first, but I think Google Hangouts only limits it to like seven or eight. Right, right. And Zoom is free. So I know some of my friends currently using Zoom to right. meet up. Um, students are definitely using it. Are they? That's um, cool, man. And because they are, they have student accounts um, from a school. I think my understanding is there's no time limit for. Right. right, right. I mean, they, I'm sure they have. They most 
kids nowadays have a phone, they can just like mm-hmm. FaceTime one another. Yeah, and then uh, but the kids that have like Android can now right, join. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they'll like it's funny they use the chat that we're in to like send messages like, hey, like let's meet up at three p.m. after math class and talk. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Like they're they're not distracting me. They're not distracting each other. They say at the very end of class, it's All great. Right. So it's like basically hang out after class. Yeah. And when and it's funny when our class ends, um, I end up saying like, all right, guys, that's it. You can log off if you want. See you all tomorrow. And like they've been really good all of class. But then they start saying bye, 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 bye. And like the like the joke is the entire class says bye and just like becomes really chaotic. Right. Um, and that's kids being kids. Like I can't be mad at it. And then when I leave the meeting, it automatically cancels the meeting for everybody else. Okay, okay, um, okay. The kids try to, they try to be funny and it's great. Like that's, that's why you go into being a teacher. You don't go into being a teacher to hang out with other adults. Like you go in there to like work with kids. So, so has the, has the, has the workload been more or has it been less? Cause I've, I've been reading and it's some, some, some students in some different states, different schools are saying the workload is, is so hectic and I can't keep up, you know, even though it's. Even though it's remote and some of the assignments are on your own time, I'm talking. About, so in your in your in your school, at least in your class, have you been given more work? Has I, the workload been heavy? Or has it been less? Or has it been like just fair? The work I've been giving has not been too challenging. The work I've been giving has not been. Um, it's not like kids have to learn new skills to be able to do it. So they, I know that they can access the work. I know that they can do the work. Um, I think the hard part is like students managing their time because some of them have to cook, right? When they were at school, they didn't have to worry about cooking. Some of them had to like prepare things for their parents getting home now. Um, if teachers are giving them new responsibilities, I'm sure parents at home are now giving them new responsibilities. So things have changed. Students' priorities have changed. Who knows what other responsibilities that they have um, or who they're taking care of or, you know, maybe there's an older person at home. So how do you align their, that with the workload that you give them? I've tried not making it. I've tried making it not unbearable. Students... Kids are also kids. They need time to play, and it's it's stressful when they can't. And I think the way that kids are playing online, playing now is like online. So if I have them doing online work and they're playing video games online, that's so many hours behind a screen. Right, right, of course. The, I like the, the fatigue that can come, come yeah, I, with it. To be honest, a lot of these questions, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for for schools. There's a lot of uncertainty, I think. People a lot higher up than me still have no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. Um mm. They've been giving and releasing information when they've kind of come to a decision about things. And I still don't think they know what's going to happen, for example, summer school. So speaking of summer school and, and, and higher ups, the curriculum, like the school curriculum, is that, are you still abiding by that? Or kind of, you have, you're going with your own curriculum, you're making your own, you know, because like some teachers are kind of, because from I was reading, in a way, abiding by it, but then doing kind of a little, little mix up of their own things into it. Now, are you are you? Do you still have to follow a curriculum with this with, with this um, with this my, going on? At my school, we were allowed to make our own curriculum, which was great. That's amazing. Okay, but then um, again, it's a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. And now it's just a bit stressful because you know you create do nows, you create exit tickets, you create tests, quizzes. But then it's like you have to create new curriculum again because you can't physically give students this sheet of paper. You can't physically give students this this type of work. You can't give students like. I'm thinking of like drafts that we do um, before writing an essay. Um, And we have to remember that we only have a limited amount of time with them to be able to do the work. Yeah, it's it's been it's been frustrating not being able to do the work that we had planned out for them. And you you have this kind of pressure to make 
school fun because if it's not fun for them, why are they going to show up? Right, right. So as your as your room, the classroom size gotten bigger or smaller? Is the same size? It was initially around eighteen kids showing up, and then uh, we reached out to kids individually, like, hey. I know you're getting the emails. Please show up to class. And but it was very loving. Like we miss you. We miss your face. Like right. a lot of our friends um, want to say hi to you. And we also ask kids that were consistently showing up. Like, hey, reach out to so and so. They haven't shown up to class in a couple of days. Mm. Um, and kids, like, it's funny. Kids are very quick to like snitch on one another. Like, oh, I know she's awake. She just hit me up. Or like, I know he's awake. He's playing Call of Duty. And very lovingly, I'll like send an email. Like, hey, I know you're up at nine thirty playing Call of Duty. Please make sure you just log on to class. And they're like, oh, how do you know? Um, Snitch. Yeah, like kids, kids love, and I can't, you know, I can't get them in trouble if they're playing Call of right, Duty. Like, of course. and there's also like probably no parent at home. Right, right. Um, but we've emailed parents, letting them know that like uh, we're gonna meet their, we're gonna be meeting with their children every day. And parents have, for the most part, um, have been really supportive of us meeting with them as frequently as we can. I think they're tired of their kids playing video games, right? Mm. They would be like, even if they don't know what remote learning looks like, what? but if they like go on the screen and see an adult teaching their right. kids, it's way better than them like not doing that for an hour. So how are you guys supporting the families? What ways do you feel like you guys are creating that support? My school has done like relief funds just because I know some parents can't afford groceries. Uh, mm. A lot of parents losing their jobs. Mm. Um, giving the support of like, hey, this is how you apply for this type of help. Um, these are local food banks that are giving out food. This is a, a couple of online resources to develop your math skills, reading skills. These are free um, PDFs on books if, in case you, your children have nothing to read at home. Um, there's different ways that we're trying to help out. And, you know, I wish there was like a, I think every school it's kind of doing their own thing, even around the country. I wish there was like a generic, like super website where it's like, hey, if you're an educator, use these resources. The school is organizing together to find the best resolutions and things that don't work. Uh, the cool thing is there's definitely rivalries between schools. Right? Really? Tell, even, um, even during this, this stuff going yeah, on? Really? There, there's definitely rivalries between schools. Like every school wants to be the best but i'm sure that like the principal that's at my school are talking to the principals at other schools right um i have teachers that are educators in roxbury dorchester and we like we share information too okay. of course we want everyone wants their class to be the best class especially like when it comes to like mcas or testing right. um, but like hey we like if i'm struggling i know other people are struggling too and like hey i just finished this unit i can send it to you it took about 10 days or 10 classes um, to complete, you can use whatever I whatever That's I do. Amazing. Okay, you guys are sharing like different lessons with one another. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and, and it's it's tough because you don't know are these schools meeting every day or are they meeting once every couple couple of days. So not um, every school is kind of creating the same structure. Every school yeah. is having their own schedule and and for some it's working, for others it's not. Um, now is your is your meetings for your school less? Than usual, right? I'm assuming so. It's not like an. This is not like school. Like going to school right now. It's online, so everything. So your your day your your daily interaction with the students is way like less than yeah, it's been I, used to. I be. see my class for two hours a day. I see them twice a day. For and before you were seeing your class five so, hours, so I was seeing my class eight times a week. Um, sometimes I see them twice a day, and each time I saw them was about an hour. Or so this is in school, or is this in online? school? Okay. And now online, I'm only seeing them one hour a day, five times. So, so I'm definitely seeing them less. Okay, so an hour less. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. So it's not much of a much of a difference, but I'm sure it plays a big impact. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's been 
tough not being able to teach new things. So how many classes did you have a day when you were in, when you were in, still in, when I was teaching? When you were still teaching. Um, yeah. I'd say four or five. Four or five classes a day, and now I only see them. I see one grade once every day, and then I see another grade that I teach. So you're basically you guys are basically shuffling those classes around throughout the whole week. Yeah. Wow, that's a, yeah, that you yeah, they that interaction has definitely fell down. So like, what do you, so how do you, how how do you how do we transition back? How are we gonna transition back to school when that time comes? Like, a, I know you don't know. I, we, we don't. We how there's there's been theories about what's the like different phases of transitioning back to school. Schools have small rooms and a lot of students. Right, there's no way we can social distance with kids. Right. Um, elementary school comes to mind. Kids are kids carry germs. Right. They sneeze, they cough, they touch each other, they hug each other, like they play outside. They're 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 dirty. Right. Um, germ germ balls running around. Yeah. And there's no way that you can keep them apart from one another, which like puts teachers in danger, especially if we work with elementary. Um so there's been talk of, hey, do we have some kids come from like eight to twelve, get those kids out of the building and then other kids come from twelve thirty to like four something. And we don't know. We don't know if what if like COVID goes away and then things can go you know, back to normal by September what? or what if, what if it happens again or there's a second wave? Um, do we, do we keep online teaching until January when things kind of I settle down? Gonna, I, th- I truly think this is going to be in for a while. Uh, I would say things buckle up. We don't buckle we don't, up. We don't, we don't is... go back to normal. I would say until the following school year, 20, I... 20, 20, 21. Yeah. yeah. But think, okay. September, you, 2021. You don't, you don't go back to normal, right? What's what's gonna be the normal when you go back? I think people are still gonna be wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. Of I course. think there's gonna be a lot more hand sanitizer, a lot of like like it's washing gonna, your hands. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, I think you're gonna have that 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 glass in front of the desk. You know what I mean? So maybe like, I, know, it's so weird because I I didn't used to have a desk just because my room was so small that I had to get rid of my teacher's desk. Okay. Um, in order to fit like a couple more student desks. So like, there, there's no way that unless like cities start building up schools making them like you know eight floors and then <laughs> there's no way that we can split split this up huh so it might just be maybe schedule wise separating and getting get everybody like on a schedule basis okay this, this many students coming this time okay get yeah. them out or these grades come monday or they wednesday testing kids doing swab tests when they're coming yeah. in or you know? like, or like a couple countries in Asia were like taking your temperature when you walked yeah. in, when you walked out. Yeah. Um, or like high schoolers come in Tuesday, Thursday, middle schoolers, Monday, Wednesday, right. elementary, like only in the morning. You, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's like people way smarter than me thinking about these options. Hmm. Are you ready for it? Are you, are you... I think I'm going to have to be. I think we, we do a journal. I do a journal in my class every day asking, like getting like a, I guess like a feel for the room of the online chat room, how they're doing. Um, and I have the same question every day. How are you doing today? Initially, it was like, good, good. And now it's like bored. I'm tired of quarantine. So you've seen that change. Yeah. So many of them are like, it's my birthday. We didn't get to do anything. Uh, I'm having a Zoom party with my friends, but like, it's not fun. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough for a lot of them. It's very interesting how this life just changed, huh? And it's it's going to be this way for a while. And it's going to be tough when summer comes around. The weather's actually nice. I think, well, people are still going out, man. Like, it's not, listen, and people are still going they're, out. They're the reason why this is going to last a lot longer than it needs to. Right, right. Man, this is going to be very, well, you know, I do, listen, I appreciate all the information you gave me today. A um, couple things you want to shed to light. A couple things you want to just 
end off this this topic with about education, and I and I know it's plays it plays a big part in your heart because you no know, every teacher out there is not teaching for the money unless you're a professor in a college, a very prestigious college. But other than that, people in your field and your position are doing things because they care. So and I and end it off for me. What 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 was something I, I I think we need to be really we need to be really grateful for teachers, especially those that have their own families. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a wife and kids, right? But there's some people that have a, a spouse. They have their own kids that they need to take care of. That their own kids need to like use their laptop to go to class. It's been really challenging. I think everyone's mental health has been affected in one way or another. And I think the most important thing that I can say is like take care of yourself. Right? You can't take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. All right. Well, thank you for coming in today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I hope yeah. to do this again. Yeah, of course. And this has been another uh, River Talk. Wow, wow.